Today's episode is brought to you by Triumph Equine Kinesiology Tape. Accessible, affordable, and made for all sticky situations. It's my favorite equine kinesiology tape, and I bet it'll be yours too. Available at triumphtape.com, and we'll also link it in the show notes. I'm Judith, and this is the Starline Equine Bodywork Podcast. This is a podcast about all of the things that I've learned and continue to learn in my career with horses. For the better part of a decade, I've been a full-time equine bodywork practitioner, educator, and author. My obsession? How horses really work. And how to get the most from our relationship with them in training and in sport. My passion? Helping horse owners, body workers, and aspiring body workers get going, unpack the latest science, research, and experiences behind what we do with horses to support their potential and optimize their performance. We often talk about a horse's top line. We often talk about the engagement of the pelvic limb, but it's really rare that we have a frank and open discussion about the horse's neck and the musculature in the neck. And I have to tell you, you can know a lot about a horse by the way its neck is developed. Now, when a horse is really young, obviously we don't expect them to have the same muscle development as a horse that's in work. And an immature neck is not something um, that I'm referring to in this particular conversation. But there are patterns that we see quite often in the bodywork practice and in the bodywork world that indicate that something is going on. Really commonly, you'll get uh, a huge amount of muscling on the underside of the horse's neck. And this is a sign that the horse has been holding their head up and rigid. And when this happens, of course, because of the related ligament system throughout the horse, they're going to be horses that carry bracing in their back and, of course, can't engage the pelvic limb. And so one would argue that we have to address what's going on in the front end before, in some cases, we can really address what's going on in the hind end and the way of the horse moving. Now, one of the other patterns that we really commonly see is at the top of the neck, there's a bunch of muscles that converge right there. And uh, a lot of horses that are either ridden in a frame without given being given a little bit of a break, or a lot of horses uh, that are ridden in draw lines incorrectly, uh, these horses develop big and bulged muscles in behind the pole and at the top of the neck. Now, a healthy neck, while it's muscled, you won't really see a ton of definition to the muscles and you won't see any dips to the muscles. It's important when we're developing our horses to keep track of this. And now photographs are not something that really pick it up well because the little indentations and bumps are often masked by the lighting or by the angle of the head. So it's important to be able to reach in, to palpate the muscles, make sure that they're soft, make sure that they're developing correctly. And I think also we need to look at the relationship of the musculature in the neck and the posture in the cervical spine to the jaw and the temporomandibular joint. 
One of the exercises I love to leave my clients as homework and often do in one-on-one bodywork sessions is uh, releasing the masseter muscle or the large cheek muscle of the horse. And the way you're going to do this, you're going to stand facing the same direction of your horse, and you're going to use your hand and run up the back of its jaw, that big round uh, bone on its lower jaw, and trace it up until you feel a little jut out. And that would be the TMJ joint. Now we're going to go just below that TMJ joint, which you can also see if uh, you give them a carrot, you can see it moving a little bit. Um, And what we're going to do is we're going to use our first two fingers on our dominant hand and stand off to the side because often horses will flinch through this. And I want you to start to make tiny little circles where you're pressing into the tissue only about four or five millimeters. And you're going to make tiny little clockwise circles every inch, nice and slowly around the border of that lower jaw, and then up towards the facial crest or the bone underneath the eye that juts out along uh, the length of the skull. Now, there's a lot of nerves that come out along here, so it's really important to stand to the side um, because they can flinch and have a lot of pain, and to be very slow and very cautious of your horse's reactions. Often, um, if they uh, are enjoying it uh, and your touch is light enough, they will actually close their eyes, fall asleep, yawn, and relax the jaw. Now, when the jaw is relaxed, we know uh, if there's no tension in the muscles, the horse is going to be more invited to go into the bridle, into the bit, under tack, and this will help Uh, the horse adopt a correct posture in through the neck and in through the cervical region and allow it to use itself a little bit better and develop the right muscles. Equine kinesiology tape increases the efficiency of your horse's body so that together you can strive for your goals. In the working horse, tape supports joints with long-term soundness in mind. It addresses fascial issues, lymphatic and circulation issues, and assists muscles, tendons, and ligaments. It can also be used in injury rehabilitation programs for faster and safer recovery so that your horse can feel like himself again. Tape is an affordable and accessible tool that, with a little know-how, can revolutionize your training and rehabilitation programs. Stuck Up is a course designed to give you the confidence and skills to add kinesiology taping to your toolbox, whether you're a horse owner or a professional body worker. Join Stuck Up and train like a professional, think like a body worker. Enroll at stuckupcourse.com.